Support comes from Clipper Vacations, offering getaways on the Clipper Fast Ferry to Victoria, B.C. Clipper Ferry and hotel packages from $250 per person. Enjoy historic charm, afternoon tea, and more. Terms and conditions apply. Details and booking at clippervacations.com. Good evening. Paige Browning here from the KUOW Newsroom, and this is Seattle Now!, We've got some really nice sunny days ahead, two of them tomorrow and Friday. And then, guess what comes back Monday? A chance of Seattle snow. Here are the top stories today. It's Wednesday, February 21st. Starting with the breaking news that Seattle police officer Kevin Dave will not face charges for striking and killing a pedestrian. That pedestrian, John V. Candula, died at the scene at a busy intersection in South Lake Union. The King County Prosecutor's Office says it is not charging Officer Dave. Amy Radel has more. Seattle police officer Kevin Dave drove an SUV as fast as 74 miles per hour before striking Indian graduate student John V. Kandula in a crosswalk. But prosecutors found insufficient evidence that Officer Dave was consciously disregarding the safety of others, noting that he used his lights and chirped his sirens. They also note that he gave CPR to Kandula and appeared despondent at the scene. Prosecutors say some may argue that Dave showed negligence by driving so fast, but negligent driving does not meet the legal threshold for felony criminal charges. Prosecutors also condemned the conduct of another officer, Daniel Otterer, who was later captured on video apparently making light of Kandula's death. SPD hasn't announced what discipline Otterer could face. Amy Radel, KUOW News. The head of the division that makes 737 planes has suddenly left Boeing. The company says Ed Clark is leaving immediately after an 18-year career with Boeing. The shakeup comes weeks after the head of the Federal Aviation Administration said Boeing's not paying enough attention to safety. And Boeing has already named a successor. Katie Ringgold is taking the role of vice president and general manager of the 737 program and head of the company's Renton site. She'll lead a department in troubled waters. In January, a door part flew off of a Boeing 737 MAX 9 in flight, and the plane maker is under pressure from airlines to produce a large number of jets. It was a great day in business for another company, Amazon. It's being added to the Dow Jones Industrial Average, replacing Walgreens. That change will take place Monday. The Dow's made up of corporate giants that, as decided by its own committee, best represent the U.S. economy. Marketplace reports that to get a spot in the Dow, a company has to innovate, re-innovate, and stand the test of time. Our next story is about reproductive rights. It will come as no surprise that it is illegal for a doctor to swap in their sperm during fertility treatments like IVF. What may surprise you is it's only illegal in nine states, not including the state of Washington, at least not yet. Diana Apong reports on House Bill 1300, which would make fertility fraud a crime. Generally speaking, fertility fraud is what happens when a medical professional uses their own genetic material to inseminate a patient without their consent. 
Usually this happens when a male doctor uses his own semen to fertilize an egg. House Bill 1300 would make it illegal. If it passes, the bill will make fertility fraud a form of criminal assault. Democratic Representative Tina Orwell is one of the bill's sponsors. The reason for the bill is to try to find a pathway for justice for the people that are impacted, really trying to say we don't want to see this contact in the state. Efforts to pass this bill in the past have failed in part due to scrutiny over how to best enact a criminal penalty. The bill will head to the floor next and could come up for a vote in the next two weeks. Diana Pong, KUOW News. Complaints have been bubbling up in our area about the cost of food delivery. And it's only been a month since Seattle's pay-up law went into effect. The law mandates a minimum wage of around $26 an hour for delivery drivers. But drivers, businesses, and delivery app companies are pointing out some negative impacts. University of Washington professor Jacob Vigdor says, as intended, consumers and companies pay more for each order. But what they can't guarantee is that the drivers are going to end up with more money at the end of the day because they're still getting paid zero for the time that they are waiting for an order. And that time may be increasing. DoorDash added a $5 fee, and that move turned off some customers. The company says it received 30,000 fewer orders than normal in a recent two-week period in Seattle. Mayor Bruce Harrell's office says he still supports the law. Reservations to enter Mount Rainier National Park opened up today. This is new. Until now, you could drive up and enter any time the park was open. But the Park Service is trying out timed entry this year to cut down on wait times, make the trails less congested, and overall be lighter on the ecosystem. People will need a reservation to enter the Paradise and Sunrise Corridors. Happy hiking. On our Environment Beat today, the U.S. Coast Guard has opened a whale desk To be more specific, it's actually called the cetacean desk. Cetaceans are whales and other marine mammals. This is where the Coast Guard will keep tabs on populations of threatened or endangered whales and, importantly, will communicate with large vessels so they can steer clear of orcas. Washington Senator Maria Cantwell came to check it out today because she sponsored the bill that funds the program. In addition to the orcas, the whale desk will help protect migrating humpback, gray whales, uh, minke whales, sperm whales, and other species that call on Puget Sound. And I'm proud that we have a maritime industry that is enthusiastically supporting this technology. The program will also provide data to scientists who are studying marine mammal populations. Coast Guard officials are asking vessel operators and members of the public to report any whale sightings. I am certain some of you are experts in this, but I had no idea how much Magic the Gathering cards were worth until this week. Seattle police arrested a man that they claim stole more than $40,000 worth of cards. He worked in a warehouse and allegedly took them from the stock. A manager noticed they were gone. Some of these cards are worth hundreds of dollars apiece and then saw that they were being resold online. To ease concerns of any players out there, those will be restocked. Finally today, summer music lineups are getting rolled out. The schedule for Zoo Tunes at Woodland Park dropped this week. And now more news to share. 
The Day In Day Out Fest at Seattle Center this July is filled to the gills. Artists include The Walkmen, Washed Out, and Suki Waterhouse. And the headliners are Carly Rae Jepsen, Bleachers, and Seattle's own The Head and the Heart. Call it one drink too many, call it pride of a man. It don't make no difference if you sit or you stand. Tomorrow on the podcast, is the rent too dang high where you're at? Probably. A bill to stabilize rent across Washington is making its way through the state legislature right now. The question is, is is it the best solution? And a harder question is, what unintended consequences are there with that solution relative to other options? That's on tomorrow morning's episode of Seattle Now with the host we know and love, Patricia Murphy. And that's a wrap today from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. And I'm Paige Browning. Seattle Now and KUOW are members of the NPR Network. Until next time, see ya. Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. A story of moral panic, grassroots activism, and an unstoppable music community that fought for its freedom. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network.